Hello and welcome to the Walton Biz Talk, a podcast where we have casual conversations about professional things. I'm Cole, and today I'm talking with Dr. Ryan Sheets about the upcoming Pitch Perfect event. A graduate of the University of Alabama at Birmingham and and the University of Illinois, Ryan is the director of the Business Communication Lab and the editor of the editor-in-chief of Walton Insights. Ryan, I bungled that a little bit, but welcome to the show. Thank you. You you did the first. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that because the first thing I always tell about st- or tell students when when they are pitching is that even if you bungle things, mm-hmm. just keep going. <laughs> like just keep going. Uh, you know, it's sort of like you can't just say wait, time out, mm-hmm. pause, and then let me restart. Yeah. Y- you, you have to keep going. You can say something like, let me rephrase that, or, oh, my bad, what I meant to say was this, but you can't just start over. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just press pause and 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 re-record, like we could do, but we're not going to. So, uh, so sort of like, like, a, like a, how would we say, like driving stick shift. If you're grinding the gear, you got to grind through the gear and grind get to through the it. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And just <laughs> shift better next time. Exactly. That might be a great podcast title, shift better next time. You know, you know what, put that, put that down. Okay. But no, thanks for having me on here. I the first thing I want to talk about is is Pitch Perfect. It's uh, first of all, it's it's an event for Walton students, undergrad or graduate. I, I think anybody who comes can get something out of it. the The goal of this assignment, or, or not assignment, the goal of this session, this workshop, this this whatever it's called, uh, this event. Mm-hmm. Sorry, now I'm bungling things. It's contagious, Cole. <laughs> uh, it, is, it is in the morning. But the, the goal of this event is to get students comfortable telling their story. But also it's to help them, one, realize they have a story to tell, a story that other people will be interested in, that they have skills and experiences that employers and and other professionals will find valuable and interesting. Because not every... You know, pitch per- pitch perfect is before the career fair, so implicitly it's career fair prep. Let's right. let's be obvious. Like, let's just be honest about that. But it's also preparation for how to network, mm-hmm. how to build connections. So even if it's not for trying to find a job and and talking with a recruiter or in an interview, answering that that first most dreaded question of "So tell me about yourself." Mm-hmm. Even if it's even if that's not what you're going for, you can still learn a lot from the event because so many times in your life, oh hey, tell me what you do, mm-hmm. or you know, you go to a networking event, you go to a mixer, you're at a conference, you're just meeting people. That's just a natural question that comes up because a large part of who we are is our professional identity and our professional interests. Mm-hmm. So, what Pitch Perfect is to get back to that. It's an event that students meet with a lot of different recruiters and industry professionals from around the area and get feedback on their on their pitches and on their networking. So students will be given, you know, a minute to give their pitch. They'll get some feedback. They'll be at a table with other students so they can hear other students' pitches as well. So they're not only learning from the recruiter, they're also learning from each other, which I'm a big fan of mm-hmm. because we have different levels of students. I've had a freshman level student sitting next to a MBA student sitting next to a junior. And, you know, all of those pitches are going to be very different, but you can still learn structure, strategies, delivery, how to hook somebody. Mm-hmm. Things like that are are really, really useful. So that's that's the gist of the event. Uh, mm-hmm. It runs for about an hour. The, the prep, I always say, you know, there's students, 
the, the best prep that they can do is just think about who they are. Just be intentional. Mm-hmm. You know, what story do they have to tell? What story do they want to tell? What story do they need to tell? But that's that's the gist of the event. All right. Now, real quick, just to, uh, to go into a little bit on that, as far as for like getting prepared for, to go ahead and not just like do like pitch perfect, but also to do your pitches at a career fair. You, you've talked a little bit about like, you got to have a story ready. What, what right. do you mean by uh, what do we what kind of story do we need to have ready? Well, the first thing you need to, to, to nail is just the basic introduction, who you are, what year you are, what your major is, where you're from. Once we're past that, the story is something that tells me about yourself and your potential, what you've done and what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. So it could be something as simple as my name is Ryan Sheets. I'm a junior from Birmingham, Alabama. I'm a management major and I'm really interested in you know working with companies to do X, Y, Z. Of course, you should be a little more interesting and engaging than that. But you know you have that hook that sort of gets them interested in who you are tells me about what what you have to offer, what you're interested in. And then following that, just a quick anecdote, just a mm-hmm. short story about something you've done. I think the biggest mistake students make in a pitch is that they, they treat it like a shortened, faster version of their resume. Mm-hmm. And the goal of a pitch is to, to make a connection, to start a conversation so that somebody will actually want to read your resume. That's the goal mm-hmm. is to make a connection and get somebody interested in you, not tell me everything about yourself. Like it's it's not a 30 second, 60 second recitation or re reencapsulation of your of your resume. That's not what it's for. Right. What it's for is you just give me interest in who you are. Mm-hmm. Tell me about yourself. So tell me about a time where you did it's kind of like a star question or a behavioral interview question, but tell somebody about a time if you say you're interested in helping companies solve problems or that you're really interested in the outdoors mm-hmm. and, you know, conservation and how you can help nonprofits do, you know, X sort of work. Tell me a story about that. Right. Like how you did that, how you did that or why that matters to you. Mm-hmm. If you've never done that, that's okay. You're just a junior, right? You're just a freshman. You're just a sophomore. If you don't have that experience that says, well, I've done this, remember, people are looking for potential at Mm -hmm. career fairs and at networking events a lot of times, or at, you know, these sort of like meet the companies, mixers and things like that. So what, what I would say is tell me why you're interested in this. You know, if it could be, you know, you grew up doing outdoor things or, you know, you have a family who does this, you know, family member who does this sort of business, or you saw you know, somebody came to your class and spoke on it. You're like, that, that Mm -hmm. is what I want to do. Okay. Whatever it is, just why are you interested in that? Just a quick story and make sure it has a beginning, a middle and an end. Right. So this is why I became interested in it. This is why I'm still interested in it. And this is what I want to do with it. Perfect. I mean, just it's something as simple as that. And the other thing I would say too, with, with a pitch, one of the things that separates a pitch from just a presentation or just a conversation is that a pitch has an ask at the end of it. And that Mm. ask can be as simple as, hey, can we connect on LinkedIn? Mm. Hey, can I have your business card? Hey, can I hand you my resume? Or hey, can can I email you and we can sit down and have coffee? Because I'm really interested in learning more about this profession, even though I'm just a sophomore. But you want to have that ask because they're there to help you. Mm -hmm. You know, especially at an event like Pitch Perfect, they're there to help you. They're volunteering their time Mm -hmm. in the afternoon to come and help you develop these skills at the career fair, their job is to talent spot. Mm -hmm. So 
don't forget that ask part. A lot yeah. of times a pitch just ends. And if you don't feel comfortable asking for something like that, you could just say, so, hey, tell me a little bit more about what you do at XYZ Company. Mm. It can be as simple as that, but but make sure you have an ending and that it hands it off somehow yeah. or that it gives the other person a chance to respond. You don't just want to end your pitch with, so, yeah, that's that's me. Yeah. That's kind of boring. That just mm -hmm. kind of deflates and flattens everything you just said. Yeah. And it seems like if you're able to end your pitch with a good ask, you get to do so. So if you've been offered that open ended question of so who are you? What do you do? And you get to then pitch yourself and conclude with now, what is it that you do at this company? You get to be and now you I, I feel that that allows the pitch to be a bit more of a conversation because it allows the opportunity for further talking. Yeah. The best pitches are conversation starters. Mm -hmm. That's really the goal of a pitch. So if it's robotic, and, and this is this is common, the first couple of times you do it, it's going to be robotic. It's not going to be great. But, you know, nobody hits a home run on their first pitch. Yeah. It's you've got to work at it. You've got you've got to learn how to shift those gears just right. They're going to grind the first couple of times. Yeah. But just you can't stay in first gear the whole time. You, you got to keep shifting. You got to keep learning. You got to keep that forward momentum going. Mm -hmm. And that's why events like Pitch Perfect are so valuable because they provide that to students in a low stakes environment. Yeah. Can I ask you for students that, you know, they haven't developed all their experiences just yet, still young, still starting out. What are some of the skills or some of the jobs that they undervalue? Oh, goodness. Well, I, I think for me, I, I, I worked in a grocery store in high school and, and early college. And I was like, oh, yeah, I just I just worked at a grocery store. But like what I did, I worked with the general public. So I learned customer service skills. Mm -hmm. Working with the general public is tricky if any of you have <laughs> never done that. <laughs> and so you learn to be adaptable. Mm -hmm. You you also learn responsibility because I also worked as a cashier. And when you're running that till, well, last I checked, a company is in it to make money. Mm -hmm. And I'm handling their money every day. Mm -hmm. So that's important. The other thing is, say you had a job at retail or fast food or, or even just volunteering, right? Mm -hmm. That's another thing. If you don't have a lot of wage work experience, you've probably volunteered. You haven't just, you know, hopefully you haven't just holed up in your room playing Xbox, like, you know, <laughs> for the past few years. And if you have, uh, congratulations, that sounds like a wonderful life in yeah. some ways, but <laughs> talk about your stream and how you get <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> uh, but one of the things you can do if you've worked with the general public or volunteered, you have shown up every day. You've kept a schedule. You're responsible. You're adaptable. A lot of times if you're like, well, I just answered phones, you are the front line for that firm or mm -hmm. the front line for that organization. You're the first person, the first impression maker right. that firm has or yeah. that organization has. So I think students devalue those sorts of experience. I, I know I did. Mm -hmm. And until somebody sort of helped me frame that and helped me see that, you know, what you're doing, are, like, these are really valuable skills. You're learning how to work hard. You're learning how to, to show up, be on time, be adaptable, be flexible, solve problems. Because mm -hmm. you can't work with the general public if you don't know how to solve problems. Because right. if you keep saying, well, let me get my manager, let me get my manager, your manager's, that's going to get old. Mm -hmm. Your manager's going to get you after a while. Yeah. <laughs> you got to learn how to handle the problem. Right. And same thing for babysitters and waiters and waitresses. Exactly. You got to be able to solve the problems. Yes, absolutely. Oh, oh that's excellent. So, oh, man, well, folks out there, if, if you are like, well, I'm, I'm guilty of this too, undervaluing your skills, remember that to use that story as a means of, you know, really scaffolding what you've been able to do. And some of the best pitches I've heard have been about like, 
you know, I answered phones at XYZ mm-hmm. and I learned how to be quick I'm on my really feet. I'm excited and, for, and, for and this upcoming those pitch are, those perfect are great event. I know, I think it was a year and a half ago that I started working here at the BCL. And I remember you had told me about it. I remember Liza had told me about it. But it was Gracie Bain, the former GA uh, in the office, who insisted that I take the time and go to Pitch Perfect because, as she put it, it's rare that you really are given an opportunity to learn how to pitch yourself to fail at pitching yourself and get to have the cushion of, you know, getting feedback as opposed to getting the rejection from, you know, <laughs> the, the actually getting to meet people you know, who are sure. looking for talent. So real quick, what day and what time is Pitch Perfect coming up? So first of all, I'm going to ask you a favor. Can you put the link in the show notes for Guaranteed us? Guaranteed. All I right, sweet. Wonderful. So it is September 20th uh, at 3 to 4 p.m. Recommend students get there a minute or two early if you can. Hmm. I know class schedules may not prevent that, but it is in uh, Willard J. Walker Hall, 203-204. So that's also known as the Hembry Room. For those of you who are familiar with Walker Hall, basically you just go past the coffee shop and keep walking uh, walking towards the window and it's on your right. So just go past the stairwell, it's on your right. The thing I would say too that I forgot to mention is that if you are listening to this and you're not a Walton student, if you're in the hard sciences if you are in the humanities or or what have you, two things. You can go to our, our resources website, bizcom, B-I-Z-C-O-M-M dot U-R-C dot E-D-U. We have a lot of resources to help folks. We put that out for, for anybody and everybody who wants to improve this because even though we're f- focused on the business college, like we all, we are a, you know, we're, we're an arm of the college, we're a part of the college, we're part of the university, and we are very invested in helping our Kansans find employment. And, you know, so we're interested in, in helping all our Kansans, even if you're not in the College of Business. So go to bizcom.uark.edu. That's B-I-Z-C-O-M-M dot uark.edu. Have a ton of resources there. Because even though you may not be a part of the college, we're still invested in your success. You know, we are a land-grant university and helping our Kansans find employment and professionalize themselves is, is a key part of our land grant mission, no matter what office you're in. So do check that out. And also just remember that no matter who you are, you have a story to tell. And the trick is just making it something your audience is interested in hearing. All right. Ryan, thank you so much thank for you. coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning into the Walton Biz Talk podcast. Special thanks to Jackson, Emily, and Sophia for all of the work that you do on social media. And special thanks out to Angela for handling all of our editing here at the podcast. I'm Cole Eichelberger, and I look forward to our next casual conversation.